The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A truly unique murder mystery theater is coming to Norman next month. Murder at the Anime Shop, hosted by the OKC Tea Club, takes place at One Stop Anime on December 7th. Here to talk about Murder at the Anime Shop are 10 club, our Tea Club members, Eric Pulver and Shade King. Hi, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> so tell me, what is Murder at the Anime Shop? It's based off the Japanese games Danganronpa. Mm-hmm. And we are... I don't know how to explain it without <laughs> giving too much away, but right. our monomoke right. would be telling you guys how you guys are going to kill people. There you go. So... See that's fun. that's that's stuff that's always fun. <laughs> that's always fun. Uh, so so people would would show up, and what can they expect? I mean, obviously we don't give we don't want to do spoilers. Just kind of what can they expect when they walk in the door? A, a good majority of us are going to be dressed up as characters from the game itself. Mm-hmm. So they're going to see us full out in costume as the characters. So in the in anime style, basically, what is the style for people who don't know what this is? <laughs> <laughs> or or what, what what can you tell us about the, the 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 show or it's about a group of students that are forced into an area and they are told the only way they can leave said area is if they kill a fellow classmate and get away with it. That would be hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Aren't they all together? Yes. They have all... to do it when they're not all together. Exactly. Yes. And and then also when they're not apart because then you you know who it was. Yeah, and there's trials, and if they guess the wrong killer, then the killer gets to go free, and everyone else gets to die. Oh, God. <laughs> so. <laughs> Luckily, that never really happens in the yeah. game. Right. So, <laughs> so how, long, how long has this game been around? Uh, you know, I mean. It's been around. I think early 2000s. Yeah. Oh, okay, so a while now. So, so hopefully people know about it. Uh, at least a little bit. Yeah. So is, is the idea that the people would be able to recognize you? Are you playing specific characters or are you kind of coming up with your own variation of those characters? We are mainly doing from the third game. Okay. But so hopefully people will recognize us. Mm-hmm. So, Do you encourage other people to show up in character as well or, or just dress up? I mean, obviously they don't have to maybe do the actual character. We do tell people they can dress in cosplay. Just note that our people are going to be the ones that are doing the main interactions so that if they come, we're going to be like, oh, why is there two of this character? (laughs) uh, Well, yeah, exactly. You want to to make sure that that the people who are working aren't mistaken for the people who are just there to attend or or vice versa. Yeah. Shade, how how long did it take for you guys to to prepare for something like this? Uh, 
it mostly depends on the costume and stuff like that and also whether we can get a place for the event mm -hmm. too but for the most part what will happen is one of us will throw out an idea into our group and if it gets confirmed to be something that we are going to do then uh, we do a first come first serve basis where mm -hmm. someone where if a person picks a character first, they get that character, and we just have to pick from the rest. Right, right. So, so is there like so is there like some something also kind of a, a fight to want to be that certain character? We haven't had like an actual <laughs> fight, and I hope we don't have a fight. It comes with the understanding that if you don't get your favorite character, you can still attend the park. The mm -hmm. T, you just have to be a different character. Right. And a lot of people are in our group are understanding about that. Well, the OKC Tea, Tea Club, you guys do so, do other things, right? I've, 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 we've had you on the show before. We've, um, and just uh, the idea of just keep anime just going and having fun with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys do? What else do you guys do besides this murder at the, the <laughs> anime shop? We've done quite a few teas. We've done like fandom stuck, homestuck, uh, karaoke 50s 60s style we've done harry potter quite a few times yeah quite a few yeah. times on that one we've done like classic mur uh, murder or not murder monsters uh there's so many we actually have another one coming up where we were we're going to be dressed up as pokemon and pokemon yeah. characters yay that's awesome. So it's currently come. Yeah. It's currently our most popular one. Yeah. So so what's your favorite characters to play? You mean to or cosplay in general oh, or hey, whatever you want to talk about. Eric, let's talk about some of you. Do you have a favorite? Are there cosplay or with the tea club? I love doing Captain Jack Hartness oh, yeah. from Doctor, Doctor Who, Who mainly because he's so different from how I am that I can just have so much fun with him mm -hmm. and like people are like oh that's just Jack and it's like okay yeah well there's a there's a cockiness that he has yeah. and and it's like is when you're in real life you don't want to be that kind of person but when you put on the costume it's like I'm I can be that character yeah so you can kind of come out of you know, just just and be as, as aggressive as he is which is <laughs> he's very aggressive yeah <laughs> uh, Shane what's yours I actually have three, three that I absolutely love dressing up as. Uh -huh. First one is Robin from Fire Emblem. Mm -hmm. She is my favorite to dress up as, mostly because it gives me a confidence and also a knowledge that if someone were to try to mess with me, I can just knock them out and right. be in character. <laughs> and the second one is uh, Dinky Kaminari from My Hero Academia, mostly mm -hmm. because he's just a fun, energetic character to dress up as. He makes me feel fun and energetic. Mm -hmm. It's fun to run around like that and then the third one is actually starscream from transformers <laughs> oh, <laughs> starscream yeah okay yeah, why starscream and plus there's a, there's a lot of extra stuff on there I mean, yeah i mostly do uh just a regular outfit based mm -hmm. style i do have my own wings that i built awesome. for him but the rest of it is just like actual just clothing yeah but for the most part i love being him because he just exudes this confidence <laughs> that it's interesting putting the costume <laughs> on because all of a sudden you're this uh, whiny, manipulative <laughs> character who will who will try to destroy anyone that comes in his way. Right. 
even if it means he ends up failing in oh, the yeah. end. He's truly chaotic evil. Yeah. Yeah, because he just gets he just he, as long as as long as he survives, that's all that matters. And and that that yes, that could be awfully fun. But you have your own wings then. Yeah, I have my own wings for him. That's how do you get around in those? Oh, ever, trust me, it's <laughs> difficult. <laughs> I can understand that. You know, one of the things that we I often talk about with with cosplayers is tr doing anime. Uh, obviously, they're drawn characters, so a lot of the the things that they have seem to defy gravity. Clothing, hair, all yeah. that. How do you do that, or do you even worry about that so much when you're cosplaying? Uh, if it comes to like hair defying gravity, we use a lot of hairspray. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot of hairspray. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Tuxedo Mask, who, uh, of course, his <laughs> cape just, again, defies gravity. There's no wind blowing, and yet it's all over the place. So, and I've known some people who've tried to, to, to cosplay that, and it's got to be difficult to keep that cape kind of looking animation instead of flopping to the ground. Yeah. yeah. So you're so you've you've done other other tea parties and this one is this the first time you guys have done a, a murder mystery theater? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. It's kind of be our testing ground cuz we have other murder options. Yeah. I guess would be the way to say it. Sure. And we want to see just how much we can do in our location. <laughs> Phone went off. <laughs> and, and it's it's at the One Stop Anime. Yes. Which, uh, uh, for, for those who don't know, what is that? You had an alarm go off to feed your cat? Yeah. <laughs> your cat's so hungry now. That's He's poor, fine. I poor fed... cat is dying at your apartment. Uh, I actually fed him before I left. Oh, so okay. So, yeah, describe the One Stop Anime shop. It has a lot of mangas and animes that you can buy. They have some cosplay pieces, and they do Yu-Gi-Oh um, tournaments mm -hmm. over the weekends. So it's just a really cool place just to go and hang out. Yeah, I, I'm guessing a lot of people, uh, does it pull people, I'm guessing, even away from Norman, people outside who yes. just go? Because I don't know if there is necessarily, there's other places to go play magic or or, or or you get whatever card games and other places to get manga but you for a one-stop place i don't think there is any other place like that in the metro area i don't think so there's not really many anime stores yeah. right in oklahoma in general right well my, my wife was surprised when i said there's a the anime shop in norman she said there's an anime shop in norman <laughs> yes um and so most people still don't know about it so it's kind of nice to be able to go look it not only is does it exist, but now uh, with with your event on December seventh, there's something to actually go out and do. Yeah. And so, what would you tell people to to make them come out to the 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 murder mystery? It's a good time. You have tea, you have cookies, and you have death. The three best things. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you have people dressed up in in anime, and it's yeah. really fun. What 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 do you know? What time it is? What time is the uh, it's December 7th, I, I know that. At 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Okay, which will be the Saturday uh, following the Thanksgiving Day weekend. Yes. And I, it, I just got to be so much fun. You know, every, I think everyone's f mind is focused on Christmas, and so this would be a my, kind of a way to get away from the whole yeah. Christmas thing. You can go, hey, let's do something different. Let's do murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's different, you know. And so, so you, you've got people coming out, and you, how do you how do you introduce them to what's going to be going on? How do you are they just drinking tea, and you just kind of introduce yourselves? 
How's that work? We usually have like a little skit um, where one character or several will kind of introduce what's going on, mm-hmm. explain some of the rules, and ask um, people like for their participation. And so it usually kind of depends on our theme to see who will do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm guessing because you've got to f- figure out who's going to be an outgoing enough to be kind yeah. of a part of it, and who's still going to be the shy little wallflower. Yeah, and they, they maybe just kind of wants to watch. Yeah, how do you how do you tell when, with, with with people as you're talking to them about that? You can kind of tell by their body language, mm-hmm. like the ones that are kind of like more closed in, like you know, like okay, they might not be interacting physically but you can still engage them so in the cosplay community body language is a major key factor for a lot of stuff we do like say you're a part of a group at an event and one of the people of your group is getting uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you have to immediately be able to tell that just by looking at them so that way you can get them out of the situation and what would make i mean what would what are some of the things that might make a person feel uncomfortable when they're just when they're cosplaying and what are some of the situations that you guys have faced? I've, I've never cosplayed. Well, that's not true. I threw, <laughs> I threw on a little uh, 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 cy- uh, steampunk-type outfit once. But it wasn't, to me, that's not cosplay. That's just throwing on a costume. There's a difference there. I have a bunch of, I have other groups that I'm a part of as well. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest group is a uh, my, uh, my Hero Academia group. And we have a bunch of uh, minors in our group. And a good amount of them since sometimes it's actually their first time cosplaying, will f- still feel a bit uncomfortable because they're not used to putting on the costume and being around a bunch of people. Right. And being a character. Yeah. yeah. And people, like, just running up and it's like, I love your character. Let me touch your cosplay and let me touch you. It's like, dude, no. Ask. Consent. Yeah, please. Yes, please. <laughs> and, 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 and that goes not only for, for touching, certainly touching, um, being getting close, but also taking pictures. There's, there is a decorum that happens. Unfortunately, I think that cosplay is so relatively new. So you've got to kind of educate people about it. Yeah. yeah. How do you go about doing that? Uh, I'm can you do it in character? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm Starscream, of course. <laughs> it kind of depends on the character, how far you can do in character. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, like with Starscream, I'll be able to tell someone to get off of me, and it'll still be completely in character because he does not like people touching him. Yes. Yeah. With Captain Jack, I always pull the consented sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, I'm still being in character, but it's you need to cons- have me to consent to yeah. what you're doing. Otherwise, it's not cool. No, no. And it's, and it's so much fun to be able to see people, again, not just dress up in costume, but become the characters that you're trying to portray that without that consent, then, it, then people don't want to do it. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing for the younger people, it's, it's, you kind of worry that, that they might have an experience that will pull them away from it. Yeah, especially. Uh, I tend to... a good am- I have a bunch of cosplay children that I tend adopted, basically. Mm-hmm. And I try to basically make sure that they know to speak exactly what they want mm-hmm. to point out their boundaries and stuff like that. So that way they know that they, they can just go like, please don't touch me or stuff yeah. like that. Right. And, and make sure that you ask before you just start shooting your pictures because, you know, for one thing, I mean, if nothing else, you... I, nothing's greater than watching uh, a cosplayer in pose yeah. Yeah. Uh, to get their picture taken. You don't want to take their picture unless they're ready for it because you want that 
that image that can be so iconic. Yeah, uh, it's the reason why uh, candids are really hard with cosplay because if you take a candid picture of a cosplayer, they're not in character. Right. They are being just being themselves. You try to take a picture of that, you're not getting the character. You're just getting the cosplayer being themselves. Exactly. You're just yeah. getting the person dressed up in a costume, which isn't what this is about. Yeah. So how do you how do you prepare for when you you're, you're putting together your cosplay? Do you just watch hours and hours <laughs> of, or play if it's a game? Just play hours and hours of it to really get that down. It kind of depends. Sometimes it's a little bit of both. I know. Some of my characters I've researched mm -hmm. to like try to find out like how that character would actually be, which it's so much fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm guessing you do. You also practice in the mirror. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there will be times where I'm feeling just a bit catty, so I'll just put on my Starscream persona and yeah. just go with that for a sure. second. Yeah, or whenever I'm just feeling energetic, and so I just pretend to be dinky for a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just to kind of have that extra energy. Yeah. And, and it's got to be fun to kind of come out of, because I, I know that for, for a lot of us uh, in the geek community, it's, I mean, I myself, it, it's, I'm actually, although I go on the radio and I, I've done theater and stuff, I, in public settings, I'm actually kind of shy. And yeah. so this allows you to not be shy by basically putting on a persona. Yeah. That's got to be pretty amazing. It's one of the best feelings because I've had people come up to me, like little kids, like, I love this character. And you're just like, got to stay in character. Don't <laughs> break. <laughs> but it's so rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you guys been doing it? Uh, almost 10 years. <laughs> I think it, it's oh, been God. six years for me, seven yeah, at least. because I started in high school. Oh. I did too. <laughs> oh, I started before high school. Oh, it's been over 10 years. See how time flies. Yeah. I started when I was like, uh, okay, my sophomore year, I believe. In high school? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, it had been like, Seven or six or so years ago. Do you remember your first characters? I was. Uh, oh, who was I? I remember my first character, and I cringe every single time. Why? What was your first character? Uh, it was Nepeta from Homestuck, and uh, I've long since left oh. the Homestuck fandom, but <laughs> yeah. I still look back on the time I was in that cosplay and realize how much of a cringy idiot I was. <laughs> I cannot leave Gamzee behind. He will follow me to the grave. <laughs> so who was yours? yours uh, was it Hatalia? <laughs> <laughs> and I did a really, really, really bad job. <laughs> has it always been anime for, for the both of you? I mean, you've mentioned Jack Harkness. Of course, that's, that's yeah. Dr. Who's. But is it mostly, is it mostly stay with... with um, with anime, or does it move into other realms, other realms of fandom as well? I am more of a video game cosplayer. Mm -hmm. I don't cosplay much from anime, uh, other than Dinky Kaminari, really. Mm -hmm. uh, half the time, mine comes from like old TV shows like Transformers or video games I absolutely love, like Robin mm -hmm. from Fire Emblem. I I do 
a lot of different because I have anime. I have ones from podcasts from like mm-hmm. Welcome to Nightville. I have two oh, cosplays. Yeah. I have Doctor Who. I'm trying to do Spike from Buffy. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just that hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's well. Yeah. And, and again, the attitude. Yeah, uh, I think I don't think you get a better attitude than Spike because and especially because you can play it really well. I mean, he he went from, you know, totally evil character yeah. to eventually, you know, the, the, the hero character almost. Yeah. Uh, which was always uh, always fun to see a character go that way. But always, either way, hero or villain, he was always aggressive and fun and fun. Yeah. You know, even when he was the bad guy, you still loved him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one cosplay I'm actually working on for upcoming SoonerCon yeah. is a Godzilla cosplay. Oh, what are that you is going to be Are amazing. you actually going to do the full Godzilla, or are you going to do kind of a variation? Thereof? I'm going to do a variation of. It's mostly just going to be me and a black leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a giant tail. That's yes. the main part I'm building. But yeah, it's cool. it's for another group I'm with, which is a kaiju group that me, my girlfriend, and a couple others of us started. Cool. Can what one of your children be a building? <laughs> so you can like step over them. <laughs> I'll ask to see if one of them wants to do that. <laughs> That'd be so cool. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Well, Thing what... is, most of my children are taller than me. Oh yeah. Well, it works. Eric, what are you working on? Right now, I'm. Sadly, not working on a cosplay. I'm focusing on work so I can get more money so I can focus on a cosplay. <laughs> it is a vicious cycle. Yeah. Unfortunately, cosplay does not make a lot of money. You know, unless, it's, of course, you're you know the the the, the famous yeah. cosplayers. But it's not cheap either. No, no. How much does it cost to usually put? I mean, if you're put putting together a, a serious, just a real, if you're really trying to go for it. Can I ask? I don't know. That maybe that maybe too much. Maybe too Anywhere personal. from eighty to two hundred. Oh my gosh! I think. Yeah, it depends maybe on what it is. Maybe five hundred. Yeah, it depends on what it is. And that's that's not even including sweat equity. The no. the time that you guys really put into it. I know yeah. that a build can take quite a long time, and especially to get it perfect, and the knowledge that you've had to take over the past ten years to put something like that together. Yeah. It's not cheap. No, <laughs> and not easy. Not. I mean, it no. takes a long time. Do you do you find that you've kind of put away little social events just because I've got to work on this instead? Yeah. yeah. It it's also especially prevalent whenever conventions get closer because oh. then for a week or two before the convention, we just enter this crunch phase <laughs> where we can do nothing but work on the costume and you just, don't sleep. No, <laughs> you only. Do your job, then go back to working on cosplay. Yeah. And do you feel like, I mean, do you, do you, while you're in the crunch time, go, you know, if I just worked a little harder before this, I wouldn't be in the crunch time. But no. I don't think so. You, you still, because you're trying to perfect it so yeah. much. Yeah. Regardless, that last week is, is, even if you had worked on it for a year or two, you'd still be in that crunch time because you want to perfect that costume. Yeah, yeah. plus, like, I had this one cosplay where I was a land and I had it almost ready, but that week I was like, no, I, why did I do this? And I almost scrapped <gasps> most of it and I redid it <laughs> be- like the week before con. And I'm just like, why did I do this? Because I'm a perfectionist. That's, that's why. Because it wasn't perfect at the moment. Now it has to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like 
even to this day, there's still several costumes that I'm improving on. Like, I have a cloud Final Fantasy costume, and awesome. I'm still trying to make the sword look great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it, takes, it takes time because you want it to be perfect because not only for yourself, but for, you, you mentioned fans who, who, who see you, you want them to be able to recognize you and that has to do that, you have to make it perfect yeah. or as perfect as you can. <laughs> Again, they're, they're drawings or they're, they're video games and they, they do things that you could never physically actually be able to do. <laughs> well, it's like, like why don't I see the uh, some people drawn up... Uh, in the Final Fantasy characters. And they've got swords that are like twice as big as them. And I'm like, yeah. you know, in real life, there's no way you'd be carrying around a sword that big. Yeah. It just makes you wonder how strong Cloud is carrying around yeah. a sword that is basically taller than him. Yes, yes, you just basically fall over if you're actually the actual weight of the sword. Um, so so what you've mentioned Sunicon. What other cons do you usually attend? Uh, Mostly SoonerCon and TNT is my homestay. I will always go to that one. And TNT, that's in is that in Tulsa? Yes. Yeah. And what, do you know when that goes on? Uh, it's normally in July at, most of the time. Like I'm pretty sure it's in July this next yeah. year, and it was right. in July last year. So it's almost always either the third or seventeenth. Because one of yeah, my friends, that's when their birthday is, and it's always around TNT. <laughs> and there, didn't there used to be an anime uh, at, in Tulsa as well? Is that, if I remember correctly, was there, was it? Oh, no, no. You know what I'm thinking about is I, uh, I think it was a ZoomiCon. Yeah, oh. yeah, it was here in Oklahoma City. Yeah, and that folded up. Yeah. Um, they do have Wizard World in Tulsa. In Tulsa. Mm -hmm. They'd had it one year in Oklahoma City, and they actually asked us to do our teas at Wizard World. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. And I'm, I'm there, because there are some that just pop up. Do you just kind of keep your ear to the ground if any of them pop up, just a, a, a chance to go? Yeah. Currently, there was one that uh, popped up that I didn't go to, but a couple of people did. And it was actually in Oklahoma City, Anime Oklahoma. There were a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, it was last January. Wasn't it? When it was yeah. it was earlier. It was earlier this year at some point. Yeah, and a lot of people were iffy about it because one, it's a new convention. Mm -hmm. Two, the whole ZoomiCon Zoom crisis. Yeah. yeah. And three, a lot of rumors were already popping up. Like what? Yeah. That it was. Uh, just. I don't know if the, any of the rumors were actually true. Yeah. I never really looked deep in it. I right. had something else going on that weekend. And and, I, yeah, and that's what I usually tell people when they start up a con. And I've, I've had a lot of them come on an interview. They're like, well, why aren't people showing up? And I'm like, you've got to go for a while. Yeah. Before, before, I mean, SoonerCon's about to celebrate its 29th year. I mean, you, you, you need time for people to go, okay, I will invest in going to this thing. And that's... You know, that's what SoonerCon is all about. Is, is, yeah, you, know. you also, yeah. with Oklahoma City in general, you have to get past the whole thing that happened with AzumiCon because that sort of put a mm -hmm. bad taste in people's yeah. mouths for conventions in Oklahoma City in particular. Yeah. yeah, and so you have to be able to trust that you're going to be able to go and, and, and that it's going to be there. If you're going to invest the time and money to, to, to go to these things, you want it to have some kind of staying power. Yeah. So, okay, so we've got this, uh, the murder at the anime shop on December 7th. 
uh, again, just kind of tell people what they can, ex- what not what they can expect, why they should show up. If they're living in Oklahoma City or Edmond, why they should travel all the way to Norman to come to this. What better way to show your love of a video game by killing your favorite character? <laughs> right. Yeah, you could kill one of us. Yeah, or all of us. Do, do, do the people get to choose who dies, or will there actually be a person to... to okay, so there will... Really? Yeah, yes. they get to vote who the killer is, and whether or not they're right or wrong, that oh, person... Oh, that's right. So, yes, so, that, so that's what I say. So there, there's already a, a person who's chosen to have died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and then, then everyone else has to choose who the murderer is. Is there going to be, like, clues? Do you guys, is, do you guys know who the murderer is? We don't is? even know who it is because That's we cool. want it to be natural. Because mm-hmm. in the video games, only the murderer and Monomoke and the deceased knew who the killer was. And so we are going to even do that. Where us who even started it, we don't even know. So. And how long, how long is the event? Uh, about three hours. Three hours, three hours yeah, yeah, one to four. Yeah, so and and, and they get you get, people get tea. They mm-hmm. get to to interact with the the players, and uh, you guys do your your tea events again, like uh, every now and then, correct? And just kind yes. of, um, you guys have a Facebook page, right? That people can follow. Yes, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram and a Twitter. What are those? Uh, Facebook is just OKC. T Club, um, Instagram is the same, and Twitter is also the same. Okay, CT Club. Yeah, see, it's so <laughs> makes very it simple. easy. And you guys, I guess, try to really keep track of, of all the things that you guys are doing mm-hmm. on that page. So if anyone's out there, they could just follow you and get an idea of things coming up, and especially if anything's coming up um, in the next year. I'm sure you guys have got some plans and some yes. ideas that, as we lead into, hopefully, as we lead into SoonerCon, uh, because I know you guys are going to be participating a lot in SoonerCon. Um, and it'd be nice to have, you know, other events leading up to that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a fun, fun event. Anything I, else you want to? I think at the moment, I'm, even though I'm excited for our murder tea party, I am also very much excited for our Pokemon tea party because mm-hmm. a few of us are going to be just trainers and the re- some of us are going to be dressed up as Pokemon ourselves. Oh, I'm great. excited for future ones that I have been planning for months. Can you talk and about them? I can't. Oh, just know that <laughs> <laughs> they were going to be ones for for ZumiCon, uh-huh. and I was so excited because all the murder. Yes. But then ZumiCon fell through, and I was just like, I have these beautiful scripts of murder. I want to <laughs> use them. Yes. Yeah, make sure you use them in, in in the anime, not in the real in, in for the yes. part, not in real life. <laughs> if if I get stressed out too much, I'm just gonna have to go straight to my scripts. That's fantastic. Anything else you can think of you want to make sure to mention? December 7th, what time? Uh, 1 to 4 at One Stop Anime. What's uh, the address? Do you have the address there? I do not have the address, That just that it's in Norman. I know it's in Norman. It's, and I think it's over by the... Um, it's close to IHOP. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's in that little yeah. strip. They, it is on... Ah, here we go. 121 24th Street in Norman. So... Make sure and show up on December 7th at 1 o'clock, and it's going to be a blast. It's going to be so much fun. Yes. And people people can dress up, but don't try to dress up as the characters for, because you don't, you don't want to be mistaken for the people that are playing. Yeah. That would be great. And do, do, do can anyone follow you on, on uh, either of you on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Uh, my Instagram is my gender is void. My gender is void. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I think my Twitter is King Eric of the 
amazing flowers or of flowers. I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah. I don't actually remember what my cosplay name is. Just that it's King Eric of something flowers. I think I think King Eric works. And yeah, I like it reminds me of the like the was it the Night of Flowers in uh, Game of Thrones? Yeah. That's I, I, yeah. Um, yeah. So great, fantastic. Thank you very much for showing up. Thank you for having us. <laughs> so that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. would love to hear from you. You can also find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Well, please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Eric Pulver and Shade King, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.